0: Good morning, Oasis podcast people. Nah, no, I don't know if it's the, the morning. That's the worst. But it's the morning for us. Uh, so, we are doing
1: this in the morning.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is 5.30 in the morning. Yep, we get up early. We were up before the sunrise <laughs> because that is the holiest thing you can do. Yeah, well,
1: I was praying for three hours before Yeah, it of
0: course. <laughs> no, it, it, it is in the morning, but it's not that early. And you could be listening in the afternoon. So I'm glad whatever time it is that you've tuned in because yeah. we've got an awesome topic for you. Uh, we're talking about prayer. You read that in the title. But what we really want to talk about first is we've got we to gotta get a couple of funny conversations out there. Yeah, yeah. So of course. So, Jaina, you want to start us off with just one of the, just a funny or odd conversation you've had is before we dive into this prayer topic.
2: Yeah. So, not this past summer, obviously, because the world was shut down. Mm. But the summer before, that. I was at youth camp, middle school camp, <laughs> with our kids. Had about 16, oh, it would have been the year before that. Wow. About 16 middle school girls, which was insane, Um, but I had one girl, she's super sweet, she's one of my favorite students, because she's just one of those, just grown up, real sheltered, real naive Mm -hmm. kids, but Mm -hmm. she's awesome, and uh, we were sitting in the message, and the speaker read a piece of scripture, had the word circumcised in it. She leaned over to me, and she said, what does that word mean? (laughs) And I was like, oh, good Lord, here we go. So I kind of very basically explained to her what (laughs) circumcision is.
1: Just that classic Jewish practice <laughs> yeah, adopted like, now by modern is, medicine. Uh, is this is
2: just a Jewish practice of.
1: You can say it. We're adults. We're young adults here. Thing. I don't even remember. We don't this. This is this the thing. cutting? We don't oh, we, what? It. Oh, fine. I mean, we're all we young adults. <laughs> I don't know.
2: But the best part is then a couple of days later, the speaker was also talking about pornography and she asked me what that was. So I'd explain that also. And I was just like, I'm just taking hits this week. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah you got challenged
1: bullets. intensely. Um, <laughs> would you have, rather than. Did you like talking about circumcision or porn more?
2: I think light, like?
1: <laughs> yeah. Which one were you more comfortable <laughs> with? Which one was easier? Yeah. Porn was easier. Pornog- pornography. Yeah, to so say I, like, I get that. okay, because
2: it's easy to. I think it was easy to define of like it's just when you there. Yep. I was just kind of cool. Parks images. and Rec. Oh, Perfect. What were you
1: say? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know when I see it. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! <laughs> That's Parks,
2: good and Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. That's good. <laughs> well, because like. Circumcision's circumcision is hard because if you don't know the anatomy, I didn't want to have to explain no, the anatomy. No, for sure. Yeah. To, like, you know, I mean,
1: you're deep in it if you're talking yeah, about circumcision. Well, my children know
2: so, the male
1: and female anatomy by cool, name. Well,
2: yeah. And when I started to explain yeah. to her, she was like, oh, I've heard of that. So it was wow. like, okay.
1: That's really good.
2: But it was just like, how do I explain this to her yep, without sure. being graphic? And mm-hmm. I, yeah, so... That was probably no, one of the most awkward conversations I've ever
0: had. Yeah, yeah. You are an incredibly brave woman. Yeah,
2: that you <laughs> I
0: couldn't skirt it. Couldn't be I like, might have. Uh, true. <laughs> would have found a way. <laughs> I might <have> skirted it. <laughs> well, no, here, no,
1: he would have pointed him to Steve Warner, who I think was a youth pastor at time, yeah, maybe yeah, or yeah, Sean, and
0: like, say, "You know, you have uh, Sean. They probably can explain it but better."
2: There's <laughs> a the difference. You could have told a, a male student to go ask Sean. I can't tell yeah, this female poor No, I think male. could. I don't know. Sean should, is our current time. youth pastor. Oh, yeah, yeah Sean
1: saying. is a current youth pastor here at Grace Point Church. You should t- next yeah, time. Yeah,
2: next time I'm just gonna send them to him to, <laughs> and then I'm just gonna stand in the back and watch how he responds. Just record <laughs> Please it. Please record <laughs> it. Go <A little> viral, <laughs> Sean. I hope you're listening.
0: <laughs> All right, we got to get to the next one. So for for me, uh, the conversation I need to to tell you guys about was when I asked my parent in laws, my in laws, if I could marry their daughter. Because oh my, <clears throat> it was terrible. <laughs> I love my in-laws. They are fantastic. They are really great human like people. Super easy to talk to. But I did not practice at all. I had no <laughs> no agenda besides just I got to get this question out when I walked in there. Unbelievably nervous. Like I don't call her dad on the phone. So the second I called her dad, he's like, I know what's up. So I had to drive <laughs> over there, knowing full well they were waiting for me, and I'm holding just like this whole weight of this conversation, and. I consider myself a decent linguistic person. So like I can give a good sentence. I yeah, can you, put, you, yeah. you
1: make the talk good with your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. I
0: could put I could put a I could put a thought together. Yeah. But not that day. <laughs> oh, so I pull up and there was golf on. And we small talked about golf for like a half hour before we got to,
2: half hour. that would know, be my wheelhouse right there i don't know that's anything golf. about
0: golf you should have invited me i literally tiger woods bubba watson i asked about all those people and that's impressive i was oh, just there whole terrible half, hour. <laughs> terrible. Whole so half hour everybody in the room knows where this conversation is going and yet we still small talked for a full, full half hour so it throws me completely off then i hit that transition where it's like there's no good way to do this and so you got a stark transition golf to marriage and i just started spewing every thought i would ever had about their daughter And it was just,
1: she's blonde. I I mean, you know her. I think she's
0: she's pretty. And uh, oh my gosh, it was terrible. So all that to say, and they said yes. But the the worst part is I never even paused and gave them a breath to answer the question. I just asked the question and just kept rolling. (laughs) So it was like, I explained why I wanted to marry her, why I loved her so much. Asked the question and then continued my explanation. So it was like at the end, there was this awkward pause where they were like, do we respond now? And they said yes, and it's we're surprising. happily married on our second year. But whew, gentlemen, first of all, I think it's important to ask the in-laws. Smart. I think, I think it's just a respectful, Absolutely. good move, good, loving, caring option. And if, if you don't have a good relationship, maybe even speaks more volumes about you're willing to come speak to them. But prep something for the love of our <laughs> heavenly Savior. Get, get some kind of organized thought going because it did not go well for me. I didn't. Off.
1: Well, I just need to. I just need to piggyback off that a little bit. I know we're already like super into it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this may be our forty-minute podcast, and then we will never do that again. Uh. <laughs> uh I just took my father-in-law to his favorite restaurant.
0: Ooh, that's a good move. Okay. Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. But he knew it was coming. A hundred percent. Oh man, the, they all know. Oh, yeah. They all know. Unless mm-hmm. you grew up with the fam, and it was normal for you. Which some relationships are like this. Is normal for you to go over to your girlfriend future spouse, whatever, fiancé, mm-hmm. future fiancé's house. Um, it's normal if you like to go over there, even if they're not there and hang out with the family. Yeah. That's the only way they don't mm-hmm. see it coming. Otherwise, it's they know. And I'd done that a couple times, but it was just it the fact had that I It's years. And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, I took him I took him to Culver's in Watertown. Drove up. The whole drive up, I'm thinking mad. he a oh, thousand percent knows oh, what's, yeah. what's happening. What's awesome is that he didn't tell Abby that I was coming to do it. We'd had, like, maybe i could count the number of conversations we had on our hand beforehand okay but i didn't prep anything and it went good for you it was great
2: i don't that know what happened surprise, it, it doesn't I surprise me though.
0: he challenged me a lot asked yeah. me some really tough questions yeah i remember him asking like, me yeah. what my like, future plan was yeah. for career and i was like church stuff <laughs> and then it was instantly financial <laughs> questions and i was like mm-hmm. bro i i can't help you
2: here oh. Yeah. <laughs> you just said church
0: stuff. Just, just church stuff. <laughs> got know? that
1: church life. <laughs> All right,
0: Ben, you got to get into your story. We real quick, get...
1: yeah, yeah. real quick. I have a lot of embarrassing stories. Um, that was really actually tough to come up with one. So I'm going to give kind of a recent one, but not really that recent. My wife has tried to tell me she's pregnant three different times in her life because we have three babies. woo Amen. Uh Just had no one. Otis, crushing it. Just eight weeks old today. Uh and this last one, we're sitting in the kitchen or standing by the island, and she comes up and just a random Saturday morning, kids are playing in the living room. I think I sent them outside because I don't know. And she goes, Hey, I got a question for you. I was like, Okay. Um, what does our family have in common with the Olympics? <laughs> that was the question. What? I was like, Okay. I, I, I think about it. It's like, Man. I was like, I'm sorry, babe, I have no idea. I, I said, oh, We're on the same team i don't know i i don't know i gave some answer i'm thinking like one the olympics is our favorite thing in the universe yeah no after jesus um but then it's the olympics and i just had i thought this is a serious question i had mm-hmm. no idea she's like okay well, what about the rings I'm like oh the rings uh I, we all have different hair color i don't know babe <laughs> i have no idea where you're going and she Good goes so. oh we, uh, yeah yeah we have the same amount of people in our family as in the rings I'm like, dude, babe, that's no, we have four. Mm-hmm. I was like, we, we have four. Oh, oh, Emma. Yeah, we have five. And so I, I counted our dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Dog. I get that with the dog. Yeah, five. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't get it. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she was not thinking of Emma. She said, no, we have five people now because I'm pregnant. <laughs> she just had to break it cold. <laughs> just straight. I was like, and I'm like, I, I, and, i failed in this moment so take notes <laughs> i i i was a god pumped right? excited right having yeah. a baby awesome love me and a dad but i focused more on babe that joke was terrible <laughs> <laughs> like like you just said this i missed it completely
0: <laughs> just absolutely swinging and, and that yeah yeah
1: and so i focused more on how much i missed uh, the joke than the fact that we were actually pregnant <laughs>
0: I don't know about amazing. you guys, times, but I got a ton bro. of enjoyment out of these funny stories. <laughs> I've heard all of those before, and they're still so good. And that's oh,
1: podcast, so thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is prayer. Um, take all those things to your Heavenly Father. No, we're about to dive into it, and I've got a couple questions, and the first one is super simple, right? What is prayer? A word.
1: I think no, sorry. Uh we want to say <laughs> we want to say prayer is talking to God, and I think that's a miss. I think it's talking mm. with God. Oops. Um yeah, it's prayer is the communication process that we use to be
0: able to have a
1: relationship with our father.
0: Mm-hmm. Explain that a little bit more. What do you mean by what's the difference between to or with there?
1: Uh with gives the recognition that I'm partnered together in this. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not me just talking at. I think two just tends to, whether we want, and I don't think we do this on purpose, but I think it tends to just say, I'm only the one, only one communicating verbally to
0: God, not listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. And where does that idea come from? Like, is that a scriptural idea? Is that a church idea? Where do you pull that?
1: I mean, yeah, it's scripture more so just from the practice of Jesus mm-hmm. and the practice of anything all through Old Testament, New Testament, the communication um, that we get in talking and communing with God is called mm-hmm. prayer. When the disciples come to Jesus, say, hey, teach us how to pray. We want to pray like you prayed and
0: He gave them the Lord the Lord's Prayer, the yeah. our Father.
1: And so, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. The best way I've kind of heard it explained is that relationship model where it's kind of like a conversation you'd have with anybody else, where a conversation is a two-way street, like you said, where you're giving words or advice or thoughts or whatever, and you're waiting for them to respond. I mean, it's a back and forth. And the same idea comes true with prayer, if we teach it correctly. Do you think we've always taught it correctly? Uh,
1: No, because we, I think in general, humans try to put things in a box because we want to understand everything. Mm. And so when we've taught it, we've taught it potentially in a box, Mm. uh, which is not something I hope we don't do right now in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And so I think we've tried to do it well. I think we try to, and it just, I think it misses too much. Mm -hmm. I think we put too much emphasis on i think people and followers of Jesus know they have to and not like let's walk through the process and do that like our my 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 5-year-old son and 3-year-old daughter know how to pray because they've seen how me and Abby pray mm. uh, and so not we i have told them how, what to do and what to exactly say it's they we've modeled it yeah, and i think cool. that's where we need to get more into it in the church especially as pastors and leaders but in general like you and your friends like model it with each other yeah don't just
0: tell like this is how we're supposed to do it mhm I love that idea, and I love the fact that it's, prayer is a combination of a lot of ideas. Yeah. I mean, really, you should get your ideas on prayer from a bunch of different inputs and kind of mix them together, and as long as they're healthy inputs, and see what prayer becomes for you. Because it is really something different for a lot of people, which is where my second question come in, comes in, is how how do we pray? I mean, if you're going to pray for the first time listening to this, what advice would you give if you're praying for the hundredth time listening to this? how do you How do you encourage people to pray? Yeah,
1: we would say... Um, approach it confidently, knowing that you're talking with a father and a God who loves you and desires to hear from you and communicate Super with good. you. So like I would start mm-hmm. there and then there's there's yeah. a ton of different models. So it's there's there's different teachings on there and we could go through this. We're not going to today. It would probably be another podcast, but like you can go through the the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name mm-hmm. and go through that. And there's st- different ways that you can actually take that as an outline for prayer. Mm-hmm. Start with Thanksgiving. There's prayers. It, and Paul has in a prayer about God's love in Ephesians uh, 3 uh the psalms are all prayers. If you don't know what where to start, what to say, what to do, go to the psalms and see how David expresses mm-hmm. completely just heart open to God. What mm-hmm. those are all different types of prayers. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that, that's why again don't want to put it in a box. Uh there's there's yeah, I mean you can look at tradition with different saints. Again, look back, go ask your past like, "Hey, how do you pray?" Mm-hmm. Have a conversation with with someone you know and love and trust.
0: Yeah. I I think you can even and Jane, I'll probably jump in here. Just pray feelings, thoughts, actions, yeah. questions. What do, yeah. you, what do you think about that idea?
2: No, absolutely. I think that, um, like for me, a lot of time if I'm really caught up, particularly on a feeling or an emotion or something that's weighing on me, I'll try to just stop and pray through that mm-hmm. and kind of surrender that. Particularly like when I struggle with anxiety, like good. to just stop and just pray mm-hmm. and go from there. Um, but yeah, surrendering all those things to God, coming before him with them all. Yeah, He wants to hear it all
0: super good. And speaking of anxiety, Ben, your last message cuz this will come out on Tuesday, last Sunday, yep. will be on anxiety, uh, worry yeah. And Restore- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worry,
1: that. stress, anxiety. What does the Bible tell us in mm-hmm. in the midst of when we feel those things cuz we all experience
0: it and yeah. So sm- small plug if you if you need to it. We right on that. that. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be right right below it. <laughs> below. There you look <laughs> it up. Uh, yeah, I, I love that idea cuz it's praying about anything. I mean, you can pray scripture, or you can pray tradition, you can pray liturgical, you can read through a certain prayer, or you can just bring God anything you got. Yep. Mm-hmm. Feelings, thoughts, actions, your emotions, your concerns, your praises, your thanks, your your anything, you can bring it to God. Mm-hmm. Really, I think what would be cool is, because you, you said it even too, uh, go talk to someone about it. Why don't we give some people practices or things that have worked for us and maybe they can try it on their own because it's not always going to work for you, but it might. So you want to start, Ben?
1: Yeah, I can start. I, uh, I'll i start with just when. Um, Perfect. I think, again, I don't want to put it in a box, but the reality that we pray because we've been invited into a relationship by God through Jesus. And in that relationship, prayer is that communication that we get to talk with God. Um, so for me, it's I want to do that as much as possible through the day. Uh So sometimes I say pray without ceasing Mm -hmm. and it's it's not I have to continually pray all the time thinking about it It's just the reality of I want to be really intentional with whatever comes in my life I'm going to pray about it So when I wake up first in the morning like even when i'm in bed, it's just as simple as Thanks for breath today. Mm -hmm. Like thank you for life today. I almost start all my prayers throughout the day. Um, like that It focuses off of me and onto god and so Mm -hmm. I can start that way um, I like to pray as i'm going to work uh, or praying, dropping kids off. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this reality of, for me, I've had set rhythms of right when I wake up, right when I'm I'm, I'm driving to work. Uh, I mean, the classic one for people is meals, as long as it doesn't become that just traditional thing that we feel like we have to do. Yeah, emotionless, yes. thoughtless. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, just from a when perspective, I personally, I'm more morning person. Mm-hmm. And so like I've once a week on either, ugh, it's been usually Mondays recently, it's been turned more to Wednesdays. Uh, but we'll have chunks of time of prayer because I have time to be able to do that. Um, but Tell it can they, be anywhere. They pay you to pray
0: here. That's, that's <laughs> part of my job. Someone get me on that gig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but just for, from a when perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I it's any time. I love to do it right when I wake up, mm-hmm. and I do love to do it before I go to bed, and that's like the classic things. Mm-hmm. But also Good throughout the day. For the day. Yeah.
0: For sure. So how? What works for you in a...
1: We're going all. You want me to go all of them?
0: Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> okay, I can do all of them.
1: Uh, I I use the Lord's prayer as an outline. Always. Almost always. Okay. Legitimately, almost always. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. If depending on what's happening and what I'm praying about, what gets brought up, I won't. F- I don't feel the need to have to finish the outline. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And so there's six different things through that that I pray. There's the character of God, uh, the kingdom of God which is just our surrender to his will. There's uh, asking for provision where he says, give us a day of daily bread. There's asking for forgiveness. There's asking for guidance and there's asking for, for, for protection. And so just based off what's happening through the day, like when I pray for those one to three hour chunk times once a week, I'm praying a lot for Oasis and the young adult college students and I'll go through specifically that outline Mm -hmm. of the Lord's Prayer. So no, not always, but I'll bring an aspect of that. Yeah, If someone comes with a prayer request, okay, they need God into it, they need provision, I'm going to lean on that. Mm -hmm. Um, That just leads me in how I pray.
0: Sweet. And I love, I'm I'm just going to give you the reference. It's Matthew 6, starting pretty much in verse 9. But I mean, Jesus is building Uh, up to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He talks about it a ton. So if you need to, if you've only just heard it or know the Lord's Prayer, go read it in context. See what Jesus is doing. He's giving us incredible long... Full no. sermon, and he's put this <laughs> prayer in there. And I love when you, when you read it, especially in the NIV. I don't know about every translation, but it says this then is how you should pray. Yeah. And Jesus doesn't necessarily, this is what you should pray, because yep. it's not always necessarily a specific word thing, yep. but rather a format or a yes. structure for you to continue to use that. Right. So I love that, that example. Yeah. Jenny, you want to go next?
2: Yeah. The when so start with, start with when. Yeah. When? Okay. Yeah, I'm like Ben. Um, I think sporadically throughout the day. Um, works for me. I used to be, I used to have the mindset that it had to be that super structured, structured, like set like several hours at a time kind of thing. um And then one time, someone challenged me of like, your relationship with God can look a lot like your relationship with other people, yeah. and your relationships thrive when you're in communication with each other. Mm. It's like if you don't talk to someone, you're not that close with them. Yeah. And so, like for me, it opened it up to be like, okay, like yeah, I can. When I wake up, say, Lord, thank you for yeah. this breath. Help me with my day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it doesn't have to be this long, structured structured thing every single time. Um, so, yeah, I try to pray throughout the day um, as things come up. But like I said earlier, when I'm maybe feeling something specific, I'll stop and surrender that to God. Um, and yeah, if something specific comes up, um, whether that's through a conversation with someone else that they need prayer, or if I'm struggling with something, or if I just want to thank God for something, um, I'll do that too. Um, and as far as how," I don't know that I necessarily always consciously think about the "how." like I don't follow like an outline necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's probably something I should work on, or try out or see how it works for yeah. me, but I think that's I do a, yeah, try that's to word. yeah I do try to always give thanks um, for something just to continue to be reverent in that way um, mm-hmm. before bringing my requests or mm-hmm. petitions, whatever.:
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally. I think that's awesome. And for me, my win is really sporadic. I mean, I've got one thing that's really helped me in seasons. It's not always been consistent, but it's is an app on my phone called the Echo Prayer app. And it and it pops up. You can set it for however often you want. But once an hour, I get a prayer reminder on my phone for a certain topic. And that really helps me to be consistent in um, bringing things to God uh, consistently throughout the day and making sure I'm focused. Because once I get in a spirit of prayer or a fancy Christian language. Once I start praying, I usually am more flexible to pray for other things. Mm -hmm. So if I get a reminder to pray for Oasis or to pray for my wife, then I'm remembered to pray for maybe other things Mm -hmm. that have come up Mm -hmm. in my day. It's just getting focused and thinking about prayer that I need that reminder to start. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I like a good morning prayer and my quiet time. Uh, A lot of times it's tough for me to pray in the morning because I'm groggier. (laughs) So I can read and honestly think better than if I have to speak. Just like when someone in the morning, it's like. I work at the pancake house and it's like it's it's 5:30 in the morning and you want to have a conversation with me. <laughs> I just want to stand here and cut these strawberries. Let's talk in 3 hours. You guys, I don't know if you're like that but I don't wa- I don't really want to talk. In the morning. <clears throat> I want to talk all the time. Yeah, I just want to chill. I want to ease into it. <laughs> so that's probably why I'm a better reader than So so
1: with that, <clears throat> I'm just cutting you off. Yeah. Do you guys pray out loud? Do you pray in your head?
0: Do you pray? Oh, yeah. Um it depends on the, the where I'm at. Okay. So living with a roommate or my wife and during certain times it can be more difficult to pray out loud uh, when I was in college and living with the dorm room. Uh, but it really has helped me and it's something I picked up in high school that praying out loud is something I do consistently now whenever I'm alone is because it helps me with my train of thought. It helps me verbalize the things I'm thinking and keeps me more focused and pointed towards what I want to pray mm-hmm. for. But it also has given me an, an opportunity to practice prayer so that when I'm called on in moments of mm-hmm. praying in front of people, praying for people, family dinners, whatever it is, I mean, I'm consistently praying out loud, so it's not something I haven't tried. Where I think a lot of people struggle there is that prayer is a thought life for them, which is fine. It is, and the but, aspect of it is for Yeah, sure. but when you're called to pray out loud, it's not something you've ever tried, so now it's really fear-driven, which... It's just, and it seems weird to practice prayer so that you can do it better in front of people, but it's more of just a comfort level for you too, because yeah. you're going to be called as a Christian to pray for people, so you should have some experience in it. Do you have other thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I would actually encourage most people to pray out loud. I would encourage everyone mm-hmm. to do it. Um, Try it. Not solely, Yeah, if it's uncomfortable, but just, I still would. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something about the power of the spoken word. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think an aspect of us being created in the image of God, when he spoke all of creation came into existence, like when we speak, mm-hmm. there's just power in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really healthy, it, whether we're by ourselves or with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would encourage, yeah, definitely try and and keep trying it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't give up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you can't pray in your head, um, yeah. but do it.
0: And other times I pray is definitely before <laughs> meals. And I grew up in a family where we did a, a, a written prayer, it was a Lutheran prayer, and been at other people's families where they've done other prayers, like Johnny Appleseed. You guys, you gotta, oh, the Lord is good. You guys know that one? Nope. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm Johnny so Lutheran. Johnny Appleseed? You guys have never heard? I know. Bless us, O Lord, for these are gifts
1: which we are oh, about to receive. From thy no. bounty through Christ We'll our YouTube Lord. it Amen. after
0: this. But Johnny Appleseed, it is the go-to <laughs> big family prayer on my German side. So wow, you got that. It's like a sing-songy thing. Oh. But... Uh, I've really transformed that or tried to, to make it more of an authentic prayer time when my wife and I share m- meals or something, just lifting up concerns or spending time being more intentional with that. So that's that's uh, the winds in the house. Yeah, out loud, really sporadic, really thought emotion-based. I try to, one of the things I try to do is just pray for things I'm encountering or feelings I'm having, uh, people I'm in, in, around, different things like that rather than necessarily the structure, but the same as you two. I think it's really important to give a lot of thanks before you ask for a lot of things. Because it gives a right orientation for your relationship with God that He's already blessed you with so much. Mm. And then it helps me to ask in a way that's less selfish and more God purpose. Yeah, you've already so. started it with pointing it to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys like to like kneel or walk or
1: sit or
2: all of the above? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there <laughs> it a just preference? One? Depends. Um <laughs> I I think better when I am physically doing something. Mm. Um so I'm really fidgety. So if I take a walk, I pray much more like logically in my head. That sounds weird, but like my thoughts are more clear Yeah, if I'm doing something rather than just like kneeling or sitting. Yeah. Um, so that would probably be my preferred really is walking mm-hmm. when it's nice outside. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I'm praying for an extended period of time, yeah, I gotta get moving. Whether it's walking around like campus or walking around a neighborhood or um, even just walking around our worship center here, yep. then it super helps me to to process ideas. But if if it's a shorter prayer, then it's just sitting, standing. Yep. But I try, I pray on my knees at night, and I don't really know why. Yeah. But there's something hmm. about it that just gives me an extra sense of emphasis on the posture I'm taking yep. uh, that's helped me at, mm-hmm. at those moments. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I'm tired, and that's really helping, helping me focus, focus when I don't yeah. need it during the day. But what about you? What do you think, Ben?
1: Yeah, I think... I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I am. Um, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. ahead. Um, I, so I studied worship in college. And one of the lessons that we did during something was talking about um, posture and worship um, and just how your posture will reflect um, kind of what you need or what you want. And so if you're in a place where you need to receive something, you can stand That's tall cool. with arms wide open. Or if you're in a place of surrender, you can kneel or get on the floor, you know, so like, I'll sometimes try to match my posture with where I'm where mentally I'm at. Mm. Um and that I mean that's super powerful for me just to Yeah.
0: Love that. I think that's a good Give explanation someone. of why that. people worship in yeah. different ways too. Yeah. yeah. Probably exactly. do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. I've always sure. heard when you put your hands in the air, it's the posture of a child who reaches for a parent. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the reasons I practice that is just like emotionally. Trying to reach out to God, right? Relationally, spiritually, whatever it is. Well, because
1: we're we're connected holistically. Mm-hmm. When yeah, we absolutely. worship physically with our bodies, it does connect emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fantastic point. Good. So thank <laughs> yeah. you for getting there. Just yeah, like I, love, I love walking, standing. Mm-hmm. I love driving. You see a black GMC Acadia driving around the campus as me <laughs> on the praying. twenty thousandth lap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I take. I think when I'm on a roll, I'll I'll take a minimum, I'll do a minimum of probably fifteen
0: laps around driving. that loop. Yeah. Yep. The one SDSU cop student looking at <laughs> you. you.
1: Oh, for sure, I've gotten looks from from like oh in the summer lawnmowers oh, or when yeah, the fall. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, they're like, dude, this guy's been coming around all the time, hundred <laughs> percent. Workers, construction you know. workers during the summer, they all thought that's probably just <laughs> yes, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love to drive. I love to drive for some reason um, and pray. I'll make I'll make prayer circles with the car. I'll drive around the city of Brookings. I got a route that I take mm-hmm. probably once a month. Um, but yeah, for me, sitting becomes more distracting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I think Jaina, like you, I just more fidgety, just even when we're doing staff prayer, like we had a staff retreat this last week, <clears throat> like when we were doing our prayer at the end, which I knew was going to be extended time. prayer, is like, I want to stand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just helps me.
0: Where we we probably want to end this little piece, and then we've got some commonly asked prayer questions that we're kind of walk through. We won't get through all of them. So if you have one and you really we didn't hit it, message us. Yes. So yeah, so we can walk through that with you. But we want to end this question of how to pray with that idea that Ben said that just don't box it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, let prayer be something fluid that you're continuing to define, continue to experiment with, continue to explore. Try the different things we've talked about. Try praying out loud. Try walking. Try moving. Try driving. Try praying the Lord's Prayer. Because I think we're so content to make it something really specific and narrow. Or, But it's so different for everybody, and it, there are so many ways to do it. So don't box it in. Mm-hmm. Kind of try to explore and see what what, what works for you. Um, and ask other people to get involved, because you don't just need our three opinions. You need other yeah. good community yeah, to scoop to that. So we'll finish with this. We've got some commonly asked questions about prayer, and I've got a list of a bunch of them. And I'll kind of shoot shoot the ones that we want to start with. Uh, can I ask for anything in prayer? Are there things that are off limits for asking or that I really just shouldn't ask for? I want a oh, brand new car. Those are can I pray four different
1: it? questions. Because <laughs> can you ask anything? Yes.
0: Okay. Should I ask
1: anything? No. Why? No. Because I'm going to read you right here. Uh, 1 Peter 5, and this is controversial for people. Uh, 5.14, this is a confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Mm. And I think there's a lot of time that we approach, or we, I don't know whether it's, how, we're just not taught it, we don't know it, um, but we approach selfishly in our own fleshly and worldly desires um, in, in, in what we desire to see have happen in our life. Mm-hmm. Okay, we haven't surrendered aspects of who we are to who God is and what he actually desires for us. Um, and so can you ask for anything? Absolutely. Should you, I would argue, no. But at the same time, if you believe that you surrendered your desires, your sins to Jesus, I ask confidently.
0: Because uh, ultimately you don't know. He hears all the prayers, that's for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: Yeah, and in John 15, it kind of resembles the same idea. If you remain in me, I ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. This idea that... Uh, we are granted, but it, it comes from a, a knowing the Father's will. So, you don't think I can pray for a brand new car? I'm looking to drive that Lambo this if you, year. If you
1: believe that that's <laughs> God's will for your life, you can
0: ask 2020's him. been tough. I think I deserve <clears throat> something just baller I'm glad, car. I'm glad you think you deserve that. I'm going to pray about it. See what God thinks.
1: James. <laughs> yeah, okay, James four three. You ask, you, you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your own pleasures. Hmm. Yeah, like you're missing out. He's just saying you miss it. But, but do you you're think James is
0: asking, James is giving us a, a response or clarity in the no rather than a clarity to not ask? It's both. Okay. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's recognized that this is why there was a no, mm-hmm. but also it's encouragement to, the, like, because this is the why, don't continue to do that. Yeah.
0: So we've kind of hit this idea of listening as an aspect of prayer because we've said it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to God. So God's talking back if it's a conversation, just like any other conversation. What what does listening even mean in prayer?
2: <laughs> Again, I think it, it can be different for the individual. So for me, I could have a prayer time. I could sit in silence and say, okay, God, I'm listening, and sit for, I hmm. don't know, a significant amount of time and feel like I didn't hear anything. Hmm. And then three hours later, hear a song and be like, that was God's voice, mm. you know. So, like, it can be different. And I think it comes back to recognizing how you hear God's voice, and maybe that could be a whole different podcast. Yeah. of hearing it God's voice be, probably could. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. But um, yeah, it, it's easy to fill the void with our own voice, though, and not even give the space for God to speak. So mm-hmm. that's where you got to at least leave the space, and then ask God to speak to you in mm-hmm. a way that you'll be able to recognize what does it mean to leave the space
1: practice be intentional it's it's you need to have moments of silence but also you need to know already what are the promises of God what are the words and phrases of Jesus that's what's helped me mm-hmm. is I've been able to <clears throat> recognize how God is speaking in those moments uh more so just because I know the, the affirmation and promises that, that he's already declared through his word. Mm-hmm. Um and I can test that. Test if I so if a feeling comes in as I'm sitting there in the silence, as I'm sitting there. Even we had staff prayer this last week and I felt like I got a word from God that was an encouragement for someone sitting across from me. It is very specific that was very clear in my head and I thought, Okay, does this line up with scripture? Yep. Do I have the relationship with with Dave that I can encourage him in this and I feel like I can be encouraging? Yep. All right, I'm going to tell him. Mm-hmm. But that took years of me knowing what God already says mm-hmm. about life, about who he is, and just recognition that I can I've, I've figured out a process of filtering what's me and what's mm-hmm. not me. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, but I feel like we can slip into you have to know these things in order to pray, right? Cuz you got to know the words, you got to know the scripture, you got to know the You gotta know the promises of God. So, what do you give advice to someone to start listening? I mean, I don't understand all that. I don't know all that. What do I do now?
1: I would start again. I would start with script. Do you know scripture? I mean, do you at least? Could you have it out? Do you know that this even the simple things of who God says He is and who He says about you? Mm -hmm. So, just I would start there. Yeah, because He speaks through Scripture. He does speak through community and people, which has to be tested through what
0: already His Word is. Mm -hmm. I'd still start there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just we gotta you gotta find a. Cause you got to start praying right away like everybody on the podcast yeah. you should you should pray right now uh, but we don't want to encourage people to learn before they can pray yeah. so i understand that i got another question for you uh what about your feelings in prayer like i think people always are asking about this idea is, you know i prayed but i didn't feel anything or i prayed but it felt dry mm-hmm. i prayed but it, and it was awesome where do these feelings and emotions play into the aspect of prayer?
1: Yeah, uh, recognize that. I think your your feelings are valid, and try to bring it back to the root of why you feel that way. So, if it's a feeling that you get in the midst of life, try to surrender first and foremost. So, okay, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Um, what what just happened that this would make me feel this way? Mm-hmm. If it's if it's a, I felt horrible because when i prayed nothing happened it's an expectation that you're you're focused more on the the co- the consequence or benefit of what you think should happen when you pray than just the practice of communicating getting to know and being intimate with the father
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's good <clears throat> but feelings aren't bad
0: yeah and i have actually heard i can't remember the author but it's it's an old dude and he wrote like a the the dark night but the <laughs> The Quiet Night. Oh, my gosh, I'm butchering the
1: The movie? The Batman? Don't no, know? not the Batman
0: movie. But he's an old author, and he just talked about some of the most authentic prayers are prayers offered in a dry season without feeling Yeah, because they're a prayer offered out of necessity and out of strict relationship rather than out of like uh, any sort of feeling. You're yeah. not getting anything out of it except communicating with yep. God. So I just encourage you in that because I've had pr- yeah. dry prayer seasons too, yep. and to push through that is is really an aspect of faith.
2: Oh, and also, too, like, thank God for the high emotional experiences that you have with Him, but don't set that as the expectation. That's one of the things that I have conversations with people about, about worship through music as well, is they're like, I had this super high emotional experience, and now that's their expectation for every time they They put worship. it as a foundation. Yeah. And that can be the same for prayer. It's like, oh, well, now I came in and I didn't have this, so it must have been bad. And mm-hmm. I don't think that like that's the reality. And it goes back to what you were just saying, that some of the best... Moments come in dry season. So if you have an emotional high experience, praise God, thank Him, but don't set that as your expectation for every time.
1: Yeah, so I've, I've heard to say that emotions in life, and so you can put this to worship or to prayer, emotions are great tools mm. that can be beneficial, but they're horrible foundations. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, I looked it up because I couldn't have Batman do my exact, You got the it's exact It's the quote. Dark Knight of the Soul, <laughs> and it's by John of the Cross. So okay. told you guys it was an old guy. You can look it up if you want, but it's a super good... <laughs> It's a whole book, but I just read a couple chapters because someone gave it to me. <laughs> Another question. Uh, and then we, we're we going a little over, but I think... Thanks for staying with us. <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. for staying with us. And on tangent, we think prayer is so important yeah. so that there's no doubt in my mind that this would be a longer podcast because yeah. we want you so bad to just have... Just to start. Do to it. Have a, an, it an needs alive. to be part of your life. Yeah, you got to have an alive prayer life and a connection with God yeah. in that way. So a couple more questions. Um... Does prayer actually affect an outcome? So if God is sovereign, God knows all things, he's controlling maybe all things, depending on your theology, um, does what you say actually impact the result of your life or whatever you've prayed for? Yeah.
1: Do you think it would have to change if it did or didn't, the fact that I should do it or shouldn't do it? So if I knew the answer to that question... Would it change if I prayed or if I didn't pray?
0: Mm. Hmm. I'm
1: just coming back with a deep thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to process that question before I can even. So that. I think yeah. that in question is impossible and a really great question. And I hate to say that because yeah. I want to know all the answers to everything all the time, mm-hmm. which is a pride thing. Um, so I think they do, but it doesn't matter if they do, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, I don't, we're not called, like, even all all Christians are going to be healed. All Christians will be healed. Mm-hmm. Our goal isn't to understand when that happens. Our goal is to be faithful in the midst of praying for healing for everyone. Else. And so just forget it even about healing, but in prayer life in general, the the request and the command and the act of obedience and, and the act of being in relationship with God is not about, okay, will this affect what's going to happen? It's am I faithfully doing what I know God's asking of me? And this is it's helping me now because I'm becoming and growing in relationship with Jesus. And so it's like, that's why, like, yeah, it's am I just being faithful in this? Mm-hmm not yeah. worrying about the outcome, but believing because God is in control, he knows what's best.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I got, I got two more. Uh, I got other thoughts on that, but the, the last two <laughs> questions is, one, should we pray with people? What, Or do you just pray alone? Both. What's the importance <laughs> of praying with people?
2: Um, it gives you an opportunity to um, grow in community with the people you're with. Um, you can pray over other people. Uh, which is incredibly powerful with you're with them. Um, again, that practice of praying out loud mm-hmm. is really important. Um, so many people don't do that, and then when they're in that opportunity to pray out loud, it's hard and it's awkward and mm-hmm. it's weird. I mean, I hated praying out loud, and now I do it multiple times a week. Yeah, and you know, so it takes practice, and so you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to start somewhere. But praying alone too is also super important. So both. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I just think of. What is it, Matthew eighteen twenty twenty four. 24? One of those two. Where two or three are gathered in my name, yeah. there mm-hmm. I am with them. And just yeah. the importance of Jesus gives this promise that's somehow different than his presence that goes with you always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But praying with people is an example of that. Yeah, and
1: a- an aspect of prayer is confession. We are to confess to each other. Mm-hmm. James five uh, sixteen. 16. If, if we, he starts off, and I don't think this is by accident because that's not how Jesus rolls. He says our Father for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think there's an aspect of communal yeah. uh brothers and sisters in the family coming together to pray
0: together that's mm-hmm. important and a priority because we are built to be in a relationship yeah absolutely super good last question what do you do when someone else is praying out loud because it happens yeah. in church Dude, it might happen in i got shelter. a lot on
1: this one and i don't know if i should oh. <laughs> i could go into this one
0: well i just think it's it's something i've wrestled with okay. like am i supposed to sit there and listen Am I supposed to pray alongside them? Am I supposed to bring it? You know, you got those people giving the hallelujahs, the yes. amens.
1: Yes, and both.
0: <laughs> so it's like, and and if you're a church person, I mean, constantly, you're, every time you're at church, you're going to hear two, three people pray. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what's your role sitting yeah. in this, in the pew? Yeah. So I think I think
1: question. we have to approach it intentionally praying alongside with. okay. And so it's in those moments when I hear a phrase, like even so our our pastor Steve, he grew up in the Jesus movement was a charismatic movement. So he's become into the practice or gotten to the practice of saying amen in the midst of when other people are praying which amen is to say, I agree. Mm-hmm. Let it be so. yeah. And so he'll do this when he hears something because he's praying alongside with it's like oh that person just said this prayer. He said this thing for us. Amen. Yes, mm-hmm. God do this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a, let's, and you don't have to do that. You don't have to be a but, but I think in our mind, Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I think in our <laughs> mind, if we're not praying alongside with, we're missing out on the communal aspect of it. And I think there's a miss when we're in a group of people in prayer. And I don't know if I say this, if I'm going to, when we're in a group of people in a prayer and five different people pray the exact same thing
0: okay
1: i just there I, I i think it's a miss because okay were you not just praying alongside with when they just prayed you don't have to repeat it in the moment because it was together that you just prayed it already with each other hmm. it's it's because there have been times on sunday morning where aaron because we do prayer on sunday morning or even before oasis where I'm praying alongside and I got a feeling of like, man, I, w- I want to pray this. I feel like God is asking me to pray about people's hearts or eyes being open to hear the message this morning. And if Aaron prays it, I'm not going to repeat it because mm-hmm. it's been prayed and I was praying alongside him with it. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, it, it, and it becomes a practice and we have to recognize and notice it. But were you not paying attention? Were you distracted? It, but again, that's, and that takes practice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> that's
0: a really good point. <laughs> yeah, it, if Jaina doesn't, I don't know if you got something, but... This has been a, a an, an, no, I asked the question, I have a struggle myself. Mm. is because I kind of grew up in the church and like didn't really have any idea of what prayer looked like communally like that. And then I got plugged in a youth group and like I really started to love Jesus and follow him. And I have always struggled for the last five, six years on what my posture, what my attitude, what my actions should be when someone else is praying. Mm. And it honestly has been a learning process and I've gotten better at it. And there's been seasons where I've been really good at it but those affirmations work for me. Yeah. Like if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm able to pray along someone, it helps me focus. Again, yes. when I'm speaking out loud, yeah. I'm reciting the same kind of things they're doing in my own mind mm-hmm. or through softly in my words, because you don't have to pray over the person. Yep. But yeah, it has really, really, really helped me in especially the last couple months mm. to be able to provide some affirmations like that and pray alongside people and focus better yeah because that i am so distractible when other people same. are praying yep. i have never had i've never been itchier i've never yep. been more uncomfortable <laughs> sitting in a chair yeah. Like you gotta be yeah. kidding me yeah. but yeah that and, I, I love yeah. that question and I'll, it's hard
1: and it's not bad to repeat i just mm-hmm. i just think we're missing mm-hmm. i think there's something that we miss um in the process of because I, I i there have I've, I've been in moments where three or four people pray the same things like did you just pray because you know it's something that needs to be prayed and you didn't hear it already prayed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just and it's not a it's not a black and white thing for sure. Yeah. Um. It's not to say okay, once something's said, you can't ever repeat it in a group prayer. It's like no, that's not it. But I just let's be intentional in those moments to pray alongside with our with our siblings in Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Super good. So we're way over what we normally <laughs> would do for time. We hope you're still with us, yeah. and if you are where we just want to finish and give you some encouragement is just pray. Yeah. yeah. Like that is our final conclusion yeah. if you walk away from anything, practice prayer, experiment with prayer, yep. try it in different ways, different styles, with different people. Yep. Uh, just pray. That's all mm-hmm. we want so bad for you to have a an alive, growing, healthy prayer life because it will be so beneficial for yes. you and yep. everybody around you. Yep. Like if you have a healthy prayer life, it's helping your family, it's helping your friends, it's helping your community, it's helping your campus, whatever it is. So yeah, pray. We love you. We will see you next week or you'll hear us because we don't ever see you. (laughs) So peace out. Bye. Bye.